Hopefully, you know. You set it up right. You no, know, yeah. Um, welcome, everybody, in the box with Thomas and Walt. Well, it's the Stanley Cup Finals are set. <laughs> it's going to be the Colorado Avalanche, which we knew last week, against the, let's see, let me check my notes. Yeah, right? Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning again for the th- uh, those those upstart kids finally gonna make a run this year, huh? I, you know, it's it's you know maybe they'll finally get that monkey off their back, you know, in no. Tampa. <laughs> I mean, they're just this is what happens. The first team in the NHL to go to three straight uh, Stanley Cup Finals since the Oilers did it from. Uh, 83 they went 83 84 and 85 but they didn't win three in a row they they lost in 83 to the islanders and then they won 84 and 85 and it look and the lightning are also looking to become the first team to win at least three to three peat since those 80s islanders who won four in a row from 80 to 83 yeah i mean and and, and also you know those islanders they won four straight stanley cups but they went to five straight stanley cup finals and all of this now in a cup era. I mean, cap era. Yeah. What I say? Cup era. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the cup era has gone on a little bit longer. Uh, it's been around for a while. The cap oh, era. A bit longer. Yeah. I mean, a few years. A few years longer. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's impressive. And, and we're going to, you're going to hear all series about all the different streaks and trends that they have broken due to this run to the cup finals. And I mean, yeah, you, you're ready for new blood. I think I, I, I know you are for sure. I'm so I can, I can sometimes be impressed by dynasties because this is, I mean, they're, I think they're four wins away from being a dynasty. Um, I, I think mean, that's I, think, third I, I mean, I, I think they are a dynasty. I mean, it, I, don't, I feel like that third championship's necessary. Like the Hawks with the three and six, the Wings with the four and three, or the four and eleven. I feel like those you you had a right. You know, those were dynasties. I I, I just feel like there's something in that title that you need to to kind of cap it off. I know they this will what they went and this will be their fourth Cup Finals since 2015. Yep. Um, let's see. So that's in six conference finals in yeah. eight years, right? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I need to rethink that because that's a hell of a run, man. I, There's no I, question I, that's a hell of a run. I think when I mean it's a league, it's 32 teams. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 tough. And in a league of parity where you know you lose players every year, you know every every team, you know your your roster is turning over every year. You're, you know yeah. you're you're losing players, you're introducing more players, and you're not just losing you know nobodies. You lose you lose good players. Yeah, and to just keep able to turn it and just keep it and keep keep it going, you know, and and also you know the the players keep to keep the fact that they they still have that motivation to keep winning and the way they reacted when, when they won, you would have, you would have thought that this is the their first time they're going to say cup finals, you know, they're, you know, you know I, they're enjoying it and they're celebrating. And, you know, I, I respect that. And I mean, but I'm just tired of them. <laughs> you know, it, it, that raises a question that I've kind of always wondered. And there's, I don't know if there's a way to, to, to actually know, ever really know the answer. But like the team that's gotten there, 
I mean, since you know that feeling, you you it's I, I mean, common sense would tell you that the team that hasn't won it is going to be hungrier, but they don't know the feeling. The team that has felt it before knows that feeling, and you want it, you strive to get back to that feeling. I, I feel like that's I mean that level of it, it's really close. I guess I I would just say I, I just I feel like. You know, when you know, and, and especially considering the run that they have been on, I almost feel like that keeps building it because now you're just putting more and more on yourself because of the success that you've had. And you just want to kind of continue that. You don't want to be part of the team that's part of the fall off or the fall down. You know what I mean? So it's just it's it is a credit to them. There's no doubt it's a credit to their head coach for being able to do it. Um in and, and, and I'm gonna use your memory here because it's it's so good. Who uh, the big, if you consider what the big four being, well, no, you know what? Never mind. So, it, really, the only three would be Kucherov, Stamkos, and Hedman were all on the 15 team. Actually, was Kucherov even in the league at that point? Yeah. Okay. So, those three would have probably been the big three carryovers. Yeah. Hedman would have been on that team in Stamkos. It was Bishop yeah. and Net. Yep. Um, and I'm sure Pl- Plotter Klorn might have been there as well. Yeah, Klorn was there, yeah. Okay. Just, just, uh, just trying to remember how far back and who has been involved that far back. Yeah. Um, also with the lightning. So with, with this, um, <laughs> Patrick Maroon is in his fourth straight Stanley Cup final. I mean, it's, you know, it's, you know, Patrick Marlowe and Joe Thornton only went to one Stanley Cup final. And Pat Maroon goes to the fourth. <laughs> I mean, Pat Maroon, he was on the verge of going to waivers in, two, in 2019, yeah. and which he would have cleared, and that probably would have been it for for his career in the NHL. Sure. And now the guy's looking for a fourth straight ring. <laughs> and, and he plays well. He plays you know, a part. I know mean, yeah, he plays and, well, but, but it's just like, you know, when you look, like Pat Maroon has three, looking for four. Drew McGinley only went to one. And has zero. You know? <laughs> it took Ray Borg 22 years to win one. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's 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 one of those things where it, it, it took Ove- Ovechkin only has one. It, it, see, the reason why I just kind of like <laughs> I, I kind of just I chuckle at it, but it's it, it, he's not he's, it's not that he's driving the boss. He wasn't driving no. the boss on any of his teams. And let's make I mean. The real, the only outlier is, I mean, hell, damn near 90% of the team has been to three straight. He just happened to sign with Tampa <laughs> after winning one. <laughs> I mean, the, the real but, shocking or great thing he did, I guess that would be it. You know, but, you know, cr- you know, Chris Pronger only won one Stanley Cup, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, at the end of the day, when you look at what the, the, the cup, what, I mean, he, they win this. He's passing yeah. Steve Eichermann, Sergey Federoff, Redmond Shanahan. You know, Henrik Lundqvist only went to one cup final, did, you know, retires with, with none. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it, it's just one of those things where it's just like, <laughs> huh? you know, it's, it's what, one of these things is not like the other, right? <laughs> Again, I mean, I, I mean, not no disrespect to Pat Maroon, but you know, like, but I think you get what I'm saying. though, where like you have like some of the greatest players to ever play this game, yep, have zero, have one or none, 
And Patrick Maroon is not going to be in that conversation. Not even has never even ever been close to being in the conversation as a top player, even the best player on, on his team. You know, he's not even the best player on his line. I don't think, but, but you know, so here, just where like the, the kind of devil's advocate part of that though, is that, I mean, let's face it. We're, I mean, Jan Root has now been to three straight. Yeah. That doesn't, I mean, you're, you're, everything that you said is right. It's just the, the lower level lightning players and which I, I mean, I guess maybe that's why that's where they deserve the most credit is because what I Chernak and Ruda and, and Maroon would probably be the only three that have been along for the ride that I don't want to say aren't indispensable. And Chernak's actually become a really good NHL. Yeah, defense. Very so, good, yeah. so, I mean, you know, McDonough and Hedman, you know, there's, there's no crime with those guys having gone into three state Stanley cup finals there. That's perfectly fine. Those three names there. And, and obviously the, the big six forwards, you know, there's no crime in those guys having gone to it. And, and really, I guess the bottom half of the line of pass flipped over, you know, Ross Colton, I don't think was on that first team was on that second team, but I don't yeah. think he was on that first team. So you're right. You're right. It is. A, it it's is just, pretty special. Just, you know? Yeah. It's just one of those weird things that it's it is like, really, <laughs> you know, Jerome McGinley was getting interviewed in Boston being being called local man and, you know, Hall of Famer and jerseys hanging up in the rafters in Calgary and he has zero cups. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of, the, one of the best players ever. But yeah. Um, also, uh, Corey Perry doing his best Marion Hosa uh, going to his third straight cup final with the, with the third straight with the, with the third different team. Um, you know, he yeah, he, he he was with Dallas and 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 the and the uh, and the bubble, and they lost to Tampa, and he was signed in Montreal last year, and he was in Montreal, and they went and well, they lost to Tampa, so I think he figured, well, let me just sign with Tampa. <laughs> Can't they, beat them, join them. Well, and and obviously with Tampa, the way they save money was disbanding that third line, and they needed they needed Corey Perry too. I mean, that was not a a uh, sure why, why not let Corey Perry jump on board they needed that <laughs> let's face it's it Corey Perry has been very good very good I mean what did I hear he's you know no lightning player outside I mean they, they showed that top line and the points that they had in that series but like the Kalorn um who was it? Who's on that line? Kalorn, Hagel, and and Sorelli. As good as they've been defensively and controlling the puck, they haven't scored a lot. I think Corey Perry has more than all three of those players individually yeah, or right there with five them. Goals, eight points. And so, you know, he's that that scoring that's really helping to keep this team, you know, that allows you to to be good is is, you know, think about it. Brain point goes down, and who fills his spot on the bumper on the power play? It's Corey Perry. Yeah. And yet, and five, three of his five goals have come on the power play. So, so I mean, it's just that's the versatility and and how many coaches, you know. And this is where I think coaching comes into play. You you don't they found somebody to take that place and then still be able to put together second power play line too. It's just it's a it's it's an impressive group right now. And you know, at the end of the day, when you look at at their roster and you look at their cap situation, though it's good. They're going to probably lose Andre Pilat, um, unless he takes a, a pretty sizable pay, pay cut to sit there or stay there. But 
I mean, with the way that they've filled blanks and, and let's face it, they've made the, they've won the last two series without Braden point. I, I don't think there's any guarantee that they're falling off next year either. So <laughs> I mean, they they are they have it rolling right now. I mean, at the end of the day, that's it. They have it rolling. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're gonna. They're, I mean, obviously, you know, the cab gymnastics again. Yeah. Um, for them, uh, you got. I mean, and but here, but again, all all their all all their all their major guys, you know, they have term. They're signed for term. You know, it's 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 those depth pieces, you know, that you know. I was, you mentioned Palat, you know, Nick, Nick Paul, he's a UFA, but he's acquired via trade. Riley Nash is a UFA and Jan Root is a UFA. Other than that, I mean, you, you everyone signed at least through next year. And then, I mean, not, next season is when um, things are going to get hairy because Anthony Sorelli will, will be RFA. Uh, Ross Colton's an RFA. Mikhail Shurgachev will be an RFA. Eric Chernak will be an RFA. Kel Foote will be an RFA. I mean, and you know, Sergeyev is already making four point eight. You know that 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 number is going to go up. Yeah, you know, and, for sure. and all their RFAs they have arbitration rights as well. So, well, what what'll be interesting to see what they what they have to be hoping for um, is a a steep rise in the cap, a sudden rise in the cap. Um, you know, cause there was a stretch there pre COVID where it feels like the cap was going up like two or $3 million a year. It was. yeah. And if, and if they can get a couple of years back to back where you're gaining $6 million of cap space, that's going to, that's going to help. Um, and you know, it's, I think that that's the one, that's one of the good things about a two TV, a two, um, network TV deal. Um, I think it's one of the reasons why the NBA does so well. And I think that that's um, part of the reason what, what the NHL is hoping for is to get a couple of different, um, you know, sources of income from that. And, and hopefully that'll help pay off and, and they'll be able to, to, to get, I mean, for them, they'll hope to, to see a cap increase and that might allow them to sneak another person or two under the cap long-term. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, with, with with all with all the money and revenue that the Arizona Coyotes are going to bring in next season, that's really going to help Walter, as well. Stop. Can you just let it go one week? I will let Amantha slip by every now and again. Would you stop with this? Uh, I don't know. It's low hanging fruit. And and by the way, don't you don't have to stop. You just keep going with it <laughs> yeah. because you're. I mean, you're on such a roll with it. I just want you to keep going. You're yeah, you're perfect. I just keep it going. Yeah, I mean, I mean here's, I understand it's low hanging fruit, but I'm not above swinging at low hanging fruit. No, and and you know, at least I didn't even see it coming, and you nailed it out of the park. So literally, that's all you can ask for. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the team the Lightning eliminate um, the New York Rangers. The New York Rangers, I mean, their first game of the season showed them just get absolutely pounded by the Washington Capitals to get outplayed, outworked, out everything in our first game of the year. And they, it looked like it was, ugh, could be a, could be a long year for the Rangers. They ride at the ship. They got it going. I mean, they're, you know, the fourth best team in Eastern conference during a regular season, you know, they, they were right there battling with Carolina till going into the final two weeks of the season. Um, and the spot to win that division. Yeah. Um, and maybe I mean the Rangers maybe a year early maybe a couple a year or two early on on um, on performance and everything but I, I think you know they they found something with the, with that kid line with Kako Kako uh, Lafreniere and Hedl 
Yeah. Um, Zabenejad continues to to be a star. Underrated. What is that? I feel underrated star. Yeah. Like how many people, you know, this is kind of the random test that I go to is, you know, if you were to go to a, 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 a hockey fan and say, okay, go ahead and name, give me a name of the, the 20 best players in the league. Okay. Now the 30th, now the 40, like when would they finally remember? Oh wait, there's Mika's a jad that we need to mention too. I just feel like yeah. he's one of those players that just slips under the radar. And then you see and watch him play in that one time or in the passing and the puck control. And he does a little bit of everything and he does it all pretty damn well too. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, at the time of the trade, I was very like confused and just head scratching when, you know, when the senators traded him for Broussard yeah. to the Rangers, I was like, I don't, that trade feels, and it was a one for one. And that trade, that trade felt very not going to age well. Yeah. That's how I felt right away. I understood the reasoning. Was it, was it, didn't, well, they didn't think they'd be able to sign him? Well, it was that, and also they they wanted to get um, better defensively, and they felt Broussard could fill that role. Which okay. I mean, at the time of the, I was like, ah, I but a one for one, I don't know. And yeah. here we are, you know that 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 trade happened in uh in uh six, 2016, and here here we here we are six years later. I mean, so. Uh, Zbigniew, he got off to a slow start with the Rangers. His first season with the Rangers, he only played 56 games. He had 14 goals, 37 assists, then 27 goals in 72 games the following year, 30 and 74 points in 82, 41 and 75, and only 57 games in that 1920 season, which which got cut short. Yeah. Um, be, because of COVID, and then. And and the shortened season last year, 56 games, 24 goals, 50 points. And then this year, 29, eight, 29 goals, 81 points, and 81 games, point per game guy um, and, this season. And, and last year's, I'm going to say, is a, I'm not going to say it's misleading because the numbers are the numbers. But if you remember correctly, he he had caught COVID. He had gotten COVID. Yeah. And had that very, very slow start um, yeah. because he had, like, he didn't just test positive. He got COVID. Yeah. He was out and he, out. He was out. It. Yeah. It, it was, it was rough for him. Um, yep. But again, <laughs> a slow start, 50 points in 56 games, 24 goals. Like, yes, I mean, <laughs> exactly. Like I, cause I just remember watching games early in the season. I'm like, well, what's wrong with Sabinajet? Something like he had like three points in the first eight games and, or, or, or five in the first 12. And then didn't, I think he, I, I honestly, I, this is not, being sarcastic, I think that he they like beat the Flyers eight to two twice in the same week. Yeah, and I think he had three and four. I think he scored seven goals in two games <laughs> against the Flyers, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, okay, point per game for Zabanjian again. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he, um, you know, the Philadelphia Flyers cure, cure what they'll cure what ails you. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, especially yeah, eh, their last few years, that's for damn sure. And and then of course uh the, this this postseason twenty games ten goals twenty four points in twenty games, yeah. I mean what what more do you want what more do you want from a guy? Yeah, I mean I I don't I feel like all of their stars really showed up and showed out. Like I don't think that there's anybody that they should be concerned with. They just ran into it. I mean let's face it, their teams a buzzsaw and 
yeah they i mean here's the thing um the the the, the lightning they've done that to uh to other teams in yeah. the last three years so you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean the- they, they 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 didn't they didn't lose it was you know they they didn't they didn't go in and and lose to to the upstart Montreal Canadiens yeah you know in a conference exactly. final you know they you know they they lost to the back to back defending Stanley Cup champions yeah and, and, and a six game series that felt like it it felt like it felt like a, it felt like it was seven games you know but it didn't feel like a six a six game series and you know i mean they were in every pretty much every game i mean now now the thing we're for the rangers is you're that'll probably keep them up at night in the off season is that game 3 yeah you know where you're up to nothing in the series you're up to nothing in the third period on the road uh, you you maybe you, you need that one more goal or that one more play and then they and then they they give up the lead and then you know the lightning score in a dying seconds yeah. you know where, where maybe you think like well uh, we get it overtime we might be we, we we might be fine but no like in in you know in the, in the final minute of of regulation huh. you know the lightning score which I mean we we saw the lightning do that. <laughs> Cool. I mean, we saw the Lightning do that to a few teams. Yeah, you know where you think you have the momentum, and then it's like, oh well, oh oh, oh they just scored. Okay, yeah, yeah, oh, we're, we're trailing again. We just hide what? Yeah, <laughs> no, you're exactly right. Um, the 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 what the Rangers have to be, I think, most excited about is is or what they should feel best about is their top four was really good defensemen. Their top four defensemen was really good. And obviously, you know, when we were previewing the playoffs, we were talking about how, you know, I I think I took in that first series. I think I took the Penguins. Maybe I took the Rangers, but whatever. The the concern was, you know, Shesterkin, as good as he was in the regular season, we know that the postseason is a different animal. And then he had those first four games where he was not very good. You know, Shesterkin. Just Sturkin. Yeah. What did I say? Did I no, say no, no. Game? I was just saying, no, you said he was, I say he wasn't just Sturkin on those first three games. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was agreeing with you. Um, and, 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 you know, a, a little, a little bit of that was probably because due to the, the loss of Lindgren, which really was, he was a really impressive player in the playoffs. Yeah. You didn't know how good Ryan, Ryan Lindgren was, man, he was an impressive, impressive player, but, um, you know, they have those two pulls against Pittsburgh. He gets back into the lineup and, and and all of a sudden, Shesterkin rounds into form and carries that team. And that top four to D pair, or that top four, Keandre Miller is gonna is gonna be an RFA RFA at the end of next year. But you you basically have them. I mean, on, and I, and I think you know he's in his ceiling, so they should just trade him to Detroit. Yeah. Okay. Let me know how that goes. Um, although to give you credit, you wanted that he did not last to the Billy Lane. Um, not Billy Lano. Um, Joe Valeno. Yeah. You wanted him, him to be available for when, when the wings took Joe Valeno and he had gone obviously before then. Yep. Um, Four but, picks before. Like, oh. um, yeah. So that, that, that's why you, you do say that, but they're going to, they're going to bring back, you know, they have Fox and Trouba long-term and uh, Lindgren's only making 3 million and he's going to have some arbitration in a couple of years. Keandre Miller's under contract, but at least for next year, that top four and having Shesterkin 
I mean, the Rangers, this guy's going to be the limit with them again. They're, there's no reason to think that they not, can't necessarily be right back in the conference finals next year. They, they are going to have some issues round, rounding out their forward group. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, because of, of, of really it's, it's Strom. If they sign Strom to a big deal, that's going to give them, which I don't even know if that's where they want to go with it. But if the kid line is for real, then they, they and then that's going to be perfect. Then they're going to be okay. They're going to be okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, when did Jake Trouba turn into Scott Stevens? Yeah. That like, was- three series in all three series, he had huge hits. Yeah, and he 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 nailed uh, Raquel and against Pittsburgh and knocked Raquel out until Game Seven. Yeah, he had the big hit on um, uh, Jarvis and Carolina, which injured him, and then he absolutely smoked Corey Perry <laughs> in Game yeah. Six. And and I didn't have. I'm, I was glad to see that Perry was okay. Yeah, I mean, I, and here's the I got to say, all good, clean, legal hits. Well. So the yes and the point with the Perry hit was that it was clean. It was it was a clean hit in terms of contact was clean. Now it was interference because the puck, Perry didn't miss the puck and it rolled through. But I've kind of hate that take on that play. Yeah, I don't because, think it should have been interference. Right, because you you are trying to time up when Perry's going to get the puck and separate right. him from the puck. Perry misses it. It rolls by him. And then when you slow it down, the puck is well by him right. in contact. But at regular speed, you're expecting Perry to play that puck. And then there's the collision. And and this is Cronwall ran into that a lot. Some of the Cron yeah, the Cronwall. I mean, well, 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 the uh well his hit on Havlat in the in the conference yeah. finals in 09. Yeah. When they called Cronwall for interference, and it was like, well, the puck was in Havlat's feet. And yeah, he never touched it, but yeah. I mean. It ain't, you know, it is, it's, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not youth choir here. Right. You know? <laughs> and you, you, you're in the playoffs. You got to have your eyes on the prize. The whole time. So I, you're, but, but to your other point about the hip being clean, he led shoulder hit shoulder. Like, I mean, honestly, it was a clinic on how to make an open ice body check. Oh yeah. The, the hit itself was outstanding. I mean, and he and he's done that a few times this season too, where he's just absolutely clobbered guys. Yeah, and it's and it, it's just, and it's it's one of those things that it's so difficult now in today's NHL because the players are so they're so much faster and they're and they're smarter to where it's difficult to get a clean hit to get a a a, a good a huge good hard clean hit. You yeah. don't see him too often because it's just one the guy. If you miss, you're if you go for a big hit like that and you miss, you're out of position and it's out man rush the other way. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. So, you know, there's that. But Jake, Jake Truba, he's ties tied with the Vander Kane for the hit for leader in hits in the postseason with 73. He also 52 block shots, which leads and Ryan McDonough is second with 50. How many did Lindgren have? 41. He's third. God, that seems, it feels like I saw all 31, all 41 of them. <laughs> I, I call me crazy. It seems like he saw all four. I saw all 41 of them. 
30, 36 of them came in this last round. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, also, you know, kind, kind of going, going back, um, talking about, talking about their, their decor here. Um, we, we all know Adam Fox is a star. Yeah. I mean, he's, he already, he's already won a Norris. So, I mean, it, it was, he'll, he'll continue to be in that conversation for the rest of his career. You know, yeah. um, Kondre Miller, he's, he's, he's that defenseman where he's not going to put up a ton of points, but he's going to, he'll, he'll carve out a, a long career in the NHL where he's always going to be in a, a top four and he's going to play, he'll play steady minutes and he's not going to wow you in this, in a stat column, you know, with, with, with points or anything, but he's just going to, he's just going to be that defenseman who you can put out on the ice in any situation, yeah. whether up a goal, down a goal, protecting a lead, whatever, whatever you need. All right. Yeah. You, Miller go out there. Okay. Yeah, no, I, it's, it really seemed like those top two, I I am sure I know Fox and part of it was probably power play time, but it really felt like those top four, there were times where it was, it was like, they were just, those were the only four defensemen. That's not taking anything away from the 20 year old Schneider, Brady Schneider, who looked like he he was really good, you know, didn't look out of place and, you know, pairing him with a veteran and Justin Braun probably helps. Yep. But just um, a study vet guy, yeah. But there's another another guy that looked real comfortable and real good in, in the role. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, I, sorry, I sniped you, but I just again, it was just real good defensively. I, I think the biggest problem for the Rangers, and, and they really, and, and I don't know if it, in past years, and and I think that this was just the COVID rush. I mean, we were playing games every other night. And then the Rangers also had two game sevens. Yeah. So they, they played, was it, was it, I think they ended up playing 19 games in 38 days and the lightning who did have the long delay. And I think that was, that was part of the reason why they did look rusty in game one was the long delay and why the Rangers were able to get the jump in, in that series. But I think as that series rolled down, like the Rangers looked like they had nothing left in game six. It yeah. really looked like they just didn't have anything left. I mean, and, and then and then you know, Stamco scores that goal. Like, was what was it t- ten seconds after or whatever it was? How, how, yeah. how soon after that? Yeah. Like, yeah, Stamkos- yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, that was the one we were texting where I kind of thought it was interference. Um, could have been goaltender interference. They didn't ch- challenge it. You brought up the point that. You just gave up the goal to make it a two-goal game, and now the last thing that you want to do is have to kill a penalty, um, which is fair. Which I think maybe that rule needs to be looked at. Yeah, I mean, I'm like because I agree with you. Like, yeah, um, but maybe they should have challenged. But I didn't. I just kind of looking at it. I didn't. I'm like, there's. I didn't feel like there was any. There was any chance that they were gonna, you know, take take that overturn the goal call. And I think Gallant kind of knew that. That's why he didn't do it. You know, because I'm pretty sure, you know, he had his guys looking at it too. And I mean, if you're not very certain on that and you're wrong, now it's you you get a delay game penalty and you know, now 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 you're down a goal and you're put yeah. you're putting them on the power play when and yeah. they have all the momentum. Yeah, that's it's it's probably one where you you just like what is the exact wording of the rule? Cause you know, the save was made, Stamkos is slicing through, and it just kind of a 
a happenstance kind of thing and the the intent wasn't there there was definitely contact but where was the glove i mean there there were so many elements to it i mean but and and i I will say on the one one on a couple of replays i saw the puck was already kind of going in when Sam Coast made contact with Shusurkin, which is why I don't, which is why I thought, okay. like, yeah, there, there's no way they're going it, to, it's going to be overturned. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because I, I don't, because the argument, because for it to be goal interference, you'd have to, has to be evidence that like he, and he, what he did prevented the goalie from, from, the ability to make a save. So, right. Cause they did, they did review it, whether I guess if it was kick a kicking motion, which would have been, I, that was a weird review because it clearly hit off a thigh, which can you really yeah. get a kicking motion? off? Um, a thigh? I, I think, I think it was if it, if he batted it with his glove, I think is what they, is oh, what they okay. said. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I, I missed that. If that's what was said, but I, I mean, you're right. The one chance or the Rangers could have got to get momentum in game six. It was gone less than a minute later. Yeah, I mean it's I mean twenty one seconds. You know, Vitrano scores a big power play goal and also Frank Vitrano, he what what a pickup he he you know he was for them at the deadline. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they try to keep find a way to keep, keep him under the cap. Who's more valuable? Him, him or Ryan Strom? Strom being a center iceman may have a little bit more value, but yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I, I think I think it is Strom. Usually you can't have too many too many centers. Yeah, no, and, and, <laughs> you know? and you're 100. You're 100 right, but I, I just, but Toronto looked very comfortable as a Ranger. Let's put yeah. it that way. And yeah. and the team, they don't have a ton of cap space, so they're going to have to be, they're going to have to be smart. It looks like, well, let's I see, mean, they, they they do, but I mean, 13 million. So how do you how do you divide up that 13 million? I, with you know you know Kako Kako needs an extension this year. And then next season, Lafreniere, he's going to need an extension. Filipino's going to need an extension. You know, so. Although yeah. I, I, I also have been a little bit surprised by what some of the extensions have been for. Like we've seen that there's been more bridge deals and, and players have taken, you know, some really good players have gotten not as much as, as much money as, as I think at least I as expected, expected them to get. So. Um, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Yes. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from what you said. There, there's going to be some contract issues to, to come up, but I think that as much as we are surprised when at some of the amount that guys do sign for, there's also, uh, we get surprised about how little some guys cost or end up yeah. costing. So, and we'll, we'll see. And listen, when you can be a winner and have that chance, I, I think that that's also part of it too. Yeah. Um, and, and also let's not forget, I mean, they can, you know, Gorgiev is an RFA. He wants to start, he wants to be a starter somewhere. It's, I mean, it's not going to be at the Rangers. I think, you know, it's, it's this, this is just Sirkin's deal here. You know, this is, this is just Sirkin's team. Yeah. I would say that you're pretty safe with that. And, and I mean, Gorgiev, he's, he's a good goal in his own right. You know, he's, you know, he's probably, I think he's probably in that, in that, in that potentially could be in that, in that second tier of goalies, Yeah. you know, behind, you know, Vasilevsky. Well, well, Vasilevsky is in the class by himself. Sure. But, you know, um, but I think Gorgiev, I mean, and you know, the, the Oilers, you know, they, they're going to need a goalie. Um, See what they're going to do. You wonder what's going to happen with Toronto 
what they're going to do as far as Jack, as far as Campbell goes, if they're going to look to make, make a move or anywhere. Um, yeah, they sure are because that's, that would be, you like Koskinen because I think Koskinen uh, RFA or uh, UFA. So you let him walk well, and then. Well, well, Koskinen, he just signed a deal over in Europe. So. Oh, did he really? I did yeah. not see that. Okay. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you're, and you're not paying Mike Smith a lot of money, so you can, you can bring in Gorgiev and be off and running or you I trade. Mean, I mean, well, well, and also, I mean, there's no guarantee that Mike Smith even comes back because he, he could retire, you know, cause he, he's banged up and he was injured. So, but he died one year at two million. Now. One year, yeah. I mean, as a one, I mean, we, I, would see that's LTIR. I mean, you can put him on LTIR. You can also see, I mean, if you do get Gorgiev, you can sell Mike Smith. Hey, we're not going to ask you to play 40, 40 games. We're going to ask you to, or we're not going to ask you to play anywhere near 30, 40 games. You know, in our perfect world, we're only going to ask you to be 25 and a mentor and a backup. So maybe that brings them back at 2 million. I, but, you know, and, you know, and again, every, everybody needs a goalie. So goal, you know, I mean, goalie, you know, I mean, I mean, how many teams are set in goal, right? I've, I've, I mean, the, I the, mean Rangers, the Rangers, the Islanders, Lightning. I think Boston was Swayman. Um, I mean, Dallas. I think I think Jake Ottinger has yeah. you know, you know, sealed his spot there. Markstrom and Calgary is probably pretty. Yeah, Mar- yeah Markstrom. Yeah, uh, Demko and Vancouver. I mean, I mean, hell, Ve- I mean, I think there's a little bit of a question now in Vegas with Leonard. You know, if he can with in his with health, you know. And um, I mean, let's face it, we could be asking in a week's time if Colorado would be in a market for a goaltender. Too. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, <laughs> you know, so yeah, there's, uh, it's the, the Rangers have seemingly, I mean, imagine being the Rangers, right? Just kind of hitting the lottery with goalies. Yeah. Go from Mike Richter to Henrik Lundqvist to Igor Shesurkin. Like, oh, okay. I, they're the so, Packer quarterbacks right now. That's that's fine. <laughs> Ranger goaltending and Packer quarterbacks. There it is. I mean, and it's you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, and, and again, Shesterkin, he wasn't even the Rangers first choice as a goalie in his draft year. They drafted another goalie before they drafted him. Who they draft for him? Some dude who I don't who doesn't play in the NHL. Oh. And he's a first round pick. Shesterkin is a second round. Starting with the sixth or seventh round, like it's you know, you know, we shouldn't even be surprised because we say it every time we talk goalies. It's that's what no, he was fourth round, fourth round. That's I mean, but goalies still, are so you know, impossible, so impossible to predict. I don't yeah, even know why that stuff surprises us anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's it's voodoo. Yeah, it really is. Goalie, goalie. You can even you can draft and you can draft the right goalie and you can have a goalie, the future, a star goalie in the making, and that can easily go away with injuries. Look at Rick DiPietro. Yeah, you know. So, but the Rangers' bright future ahead for the New York Rangers, you know, and I don't, you know, I, I think they could very, you know, it's very, very, very real possibility. You know, they're they're right back here next season. You know, this this could be their their this is their learning experience, yeah, right? This is your heartbreak. So here's, I mean, you know, we talk about with the Lightning, just kind of a, a final word, and it's so with the Rangers and cause you know, I'm, I'm big on line combinations now without doing anything, they could roll out Kreider Panarin and Zabinajad as line one. The kids is line two. Uh, Barclay Goodrow could center or can anchor a third line. They're still going to have basically what I would assume 
as five out of their top six defensemen, and then um, and then you're going to have uh, Shesterkin back in net. Yeah. That alone, they're going to yeah. obviously fill fill in some stuff around the top because they're going to need to sign some forwards. But that alone is good enough to get you to the playoffs, probably yeah, with yeah, that yeah. with that yeah. being centered. Yeah, I think they'll be fine. Yes, yeah. <laughs> they're going to be fine here. Um, yeah, so I mean, you know, hey, some. And you know it's a little bit of everything with this Rangers teams. You you have you have players that you acquired via trade, and it's Benajad and Fox who worked out. You have the players you drafted, and the the kids and and uh, Kreider and Shesterkin. You have the free agent pickup and Panarin. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it's a good, hey, good organization they run in New York. I mean, yeah, it's, the location it, helps, but they're doing they're uh, well. Yeah. Good I mean, Let's see. I don't. Let's see. Do you do you want to play in Winnipeg or New York City? The tough call. Tough call. I mean, I, I guess. I mean, I have to pick between those two. Yeah. <laughs> you know, unless you're Canadian. Well, I, I, I don't think I'm <laughs> <laughs> not even buying that. Huh? <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, so. Moving on, Stanley Cup final. It's Colorado Avalanche, Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, so you ready for your absolutely useless fact about the Stanley Cup finals that will have no impact on anything? I've been thinking about this for the last 50 minutes. I can't wait. So this is the first ever Stanley Cup final that will match up two teams that do not have an S on their name at the end of their name. Oh, yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. I love that little nugget. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's I mean, not a lot of those, but, but uh, what's that? What it's them in the wild. Is there, is, are there a lot more? Are there any more than those three? Uh, it's rare. If you go through professional sports yeah. and try to find teams without an, uh, uh, an S at the end of their name, you know, white Sox, red Sox. I mean, there's, you are not going, you know, it's warriors, it's Celtics, it's, it's jets. It's, you know, every mo- the vast majority of teams end in an S. Yeah, and um, the the only other time it happened in any of, in, in in any of the of the uh, of the major American sports, wait, is, okay. What 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 sport? Basketball. Basketball. <laughs> Did the Jazz ever play the? Uh, let's see, Jazz. All right, yeah, I got nothing. Go ahead. All right, uh, 2012, when the Heat... Oh, Heat played the... The Thunder. Thunder. I don't think I would have come up with Thunder. Yeah. I honestly don't think I would have come up with Thunder. So, yeah. yeah. yeah so, so take that, take with that information what you will. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's great information that really will help me sleep better tonight. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure to help you with your with your betting as well. Where where did you where, where can I ask where you read the nugget? I saw I saw it on on one of the social medias. Okay, that's fair. Um, I see a lot of social media, and Ben could never tell anybody where to go find it. So I, I understand I that. Yeah, I, I don't I don't remember which one it was, but yeah, it was it was on one of them, one of the popular ones. So the Avalanche, um, everyone's. I think a lot of people's pick at the beginning of the year where the Colorado Avalanche should be here. Tampa Lightning, which a lot of people's pick at the beginning of the year and the playoffs were to be here. And yeah, here we are. Yeah. I, I bet that I should, I should look to see if I could find some, the early season, uh, 
uh, betting odds because I bet you these two teams are in the top five. I would really yeah. honestly believe that these two yeah, teams are in the Colorado, top five. Tampa, and you know it's you know as fireworks are going off and, and around here. I don't know what June thirteenth. That's a weird day for them, but okay. Yeah, the thirteenth of June. You know, it's I'll never forget. You know, they're maybe they're selling off fireworks to sell commemorate the twentieth anniversary of the Red Wings winning the Stanley Cup. <laughs> Oh, that could be it. Yeah, yeah, that was that. That was twenty yeah. years ago today. Honestly, that's a that's as good a guess as any guess that you can. Do. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but anyway, uh, Colorado, Tampa. I mean, when you look at these teams up and down, the, I mean, the, the edge for Tampa, which I the only the only spot where I see there's a clear edge for either team against each other is a net where Tampa has a clear edge and goal. Yeah. Cause one, we don't, you don't, you don't know if you don't know if Camper's going to be healthy. Yeah. You know, he seems like he he's, he's always maybe one period away from being injured and Frank and Frank who's, he feels like he's always about two periods away from being injured. So <laughs> some, some truth to that, some truth to that. So, so you kind of have to kind of have to wonder about that a little bit, but I mean, you know, we, we, you know, we we get we get the great matchup. You know, Victor Hedman and, and uh, Ryan McDonough, they get the task to deal with Nathan McKinnon and Landeskog and Ratton and, and all those guys. And then uh, you know, on Colorado side, you get you know McCarr and Taze. They get the, they're going to get tasked with with uh, holding Kucherov, Stamkos, and check. And by the way, like, I mean, it wasn't. I feel like it. We're we're not that far removed from people really kind of questioning and thinking Steve Stamkos was, was that was probably at the downturn of his career. Oh yeah. You oh, know, yeah. The injuries were piling up and it was kind of, you know, he, you know, he had the one shift in the 20 and the, uh, in the, in a cup final in the bubble where, and he scored the goal. He yep. scored on that one shift. And then that was kind of it. And it felt like, well, this might, this might be the end of Stamkos as, as a dominant player. And this is going to be Kucherov, Vasilevsky and Hedman's team. You know, and, and then, I think he's had three, two of his best seasons as a pro in the last two years. Yeah, I mean, he's been absolutely phenomenal. I mean, I mean, he he won them. He, he won them game six. You know, he got both yeah. goals. Yeah. You know um, how yeah. and and Nathan McKinnon has he's hit another level. Yeah. You know, he was he was. You know, he he was pissed and he was angry last season after they lost. And he carried that chip on his shoulder all year, you know, and and we, we saw we saw him absolutely. We've seen him. How many times have we seen Nathan McKinnon just take over games this postseason? And just kind of go, well, all right, screw it. I'm, I'm putting on my back. Let's go. Yeah. The end to end rush against the Blues, I think, will be one of the the, the most pointed at, thought out. Like yeah, remember memorable moments of the postseason for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, that was just a. I mean, and that that was his fine. I'll do it myself moment, right? Yeah. Which I mean, you know, we we and we we saw it with Connor McDavid, you know, with the Oilers run where he would just go screw it. I'm taking. I'm jump on my back. Yeah. Um, you know, and Nathan, and you know, and and kind of almost in step with uh. With with Stamkos, you know, it wasn't that it, people did not that long ago where people thought Nathan McKinnon, nah, he was a number one overall pick. 
And there were questions about if he, if he was going to be, if he could be that guy, you know, if, if he, if he was going to be that good player, not even well, I don't, or, or, or I, great I don't player. Remember those questions. Huh? I don't remember those questions. I, uh, I, I, it was, I mean, it was, it was pretty per- persistent because, you know, he, it took him a while to really get going and, you know, he wasn't putting up the big numbers as, as people want a number one overall pick to do early in his career. But, you know, 17, 18 season is when he really is when he finally took off and 39 points, 39 goals, 97 points in 74 games, 18, 19, 82 games, 41 goals, 99 points. Uh, shortened uh, 2020 season, 35 goals, 93 points in 69 games, 48 games last year, 20 goals, 65 points, 65 games this year, 32 goals, 88 points. I mean, he's over a point per game in his career. You know, I mean, and that's just the last, the last you know, five five years, over a point per game player, last five yeah, years. I, I guess the I, – I got it. Does it seem possible that he's been in the league as long as he has? <laughs> This, that this is year nine. He's finishing year yeah. nine. Yeah. Um, I mean, and he's only 26. Yeah. How does that math work? Did he start at 17? Jesus. No, um, I mean, uh, he started, he started 18. Yeah. He was, he was started 18 young kid, but yeah, I think he's got a birthday coming up here, but you well, know, for him, for him, you know, he's coming up, you know, he grew up and, as a hockey prodigy and everyone had all, he had all the expectations on him and, you know, because he happened to be from the same hometown as some guy named Sydney. Yeah. I was going to say who was also a number one overall pick. So the expectation people expect him to be Sidney Crosby right away. And it's like, well, that's not how that works. Right. You know, not, not everyone comes out right away and does what Crosby did or Ovechkin did or, or, or McDavid. Right. I mean, it, 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 it takes time. You know, it, it takes time. Not, not all, you know, not, not all prospects grow the same. And I think now it's clear, you know, this guy, he is one of the best players in the league. Is he, I mean, are those basically in the last, Let's see here. I, in the last, let's say, 15 to 20 years, are those three pretty much the only three, McDavid, Crosby, and and um, Ovechkin, the only three number one picks that really came in? And, well, Matthews. And, yeah, okay. Matthews. He, he, I, I knew I was forgetting one in there somewhere. Yeah. But well, like yeah, I mean, it, it, it took it took Stamkos a little bit of time. Yeah, like I mean, Stamkos wasn't lighting the world on fire right off the get. It's a you know to to Tavares. I mean, Tavares he was fine, but you know it it took him a little bit. Well, see, you know what it is. You know what it is. Well, I think the team success highlights the, pl- the individual player success. Yeah. Um, because and, and that's I think what I McKinnon has come on because the last. I think it's become more recognizable because in the last five years, the Avs have been a serious cup, you know, cup contender, you know, yeah. Tavares kind of just, I don't want to say he was wasted, but like the Islanders couldn't get it right around. Right. Whereas Tampa, it feels like Stamkos got it going when they got to the Stanley cup finals really came up there. And that's when the reason why I kind of felt like he fell off way. 
was because of the struggles that he had injury wise afterwards, even yeah. though it was never really play, it was all just injury. And I think that's what scares people. Yeah. And rightly so. Cause a lot of people don't come back after you have those injuries. Yeah. Um, so, but also, you know, for, you know, let, you know, Landis Cog and Ratnan are, are, you know, those guys are very good as well. Um, and it shows that you need the team. I mean, that was the thing when he, when he had a couple of those two running mates, almost a little well Landis Cog was there beforehand, right? I believe Landis Cog was there beforehand, but Ranton yeah. um when he came in and that that gave that team a little bit more balance on that back end. On that front end, I should say. Yeah. Um it's you know and it, and it's funny because you know Colorado, you know, we I mean we go back over 25 years, you know, over 25 years I guess now, but you know from in the nineties to early two thousands, you know, Colorado avalanche, they were along with Detroit and Dallas and the New Jersey devils. They were constantly every year. One of those teams was winning the cup. Yeah. And they went in the, they, they were a cup. They were cup favorites every year for, yeah. for, for, for that, for that, that nice stretch from, you know, 90 from like 96 to 2003, Yeah, you know, and then Colorado, we, you know, we saw Colorado, you know, For- Forsberg leaves and Sackett retires and Wa Wah retires. And, you know, they, 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 they kind of weighed the water for a little bit and then they finally like fell off, you know, and, you know, not, not, a, not a lot to really celebrate in Colorado for, for a long time there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, cause pri- prior to what, two years ago, uh, when they beat the flame, no, not nah, three years ago. Well, four years ago when they beat the Flames and in that first round upset in 19, you know, they had, they had only won one playoff series, you know, and I was back between 2000, between two, 2003 and, and 2019, 2019, they only won one playoff series. Let's see conference. Let's see. Does that pull up there? Let's see. Well, in 04, they lost in the I'm guessing CSF conference semifinals. Yeah, that's the first round. round. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wait, no, 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 that's second round. Second round. Right. So round. they got to the conference semis in fourteen or in 04, 06, and eighteen. So that means all those years they would have won one series one each round. of those okay. years. Oh man, I don't and remember then, winning. That one. like I I know I know they won and they got one they got one playoff round they won one in o, in 08. <sighs> yeah, I remember winning in 06. Let's see if I can tell you against who. Uh, I guess I will have to go to a different page to do that. But yeah, but I mean, well, okay, so three, three, one round, right? I would say <laughs> one round, two rounds. You know, in a fifth after you know dominating the playoffs in the league for six years, to then come back and win three series over two dec- a decade and a half, you're, you're you're that's not really a good sign. Yeah, no, yeah, you know they, and you know of course you know now Detroit, now Detroit, they're finally the Wings are fi- hit are are in that point where Colorado was not that long ago. Right. I mean, the, the, you know, the only team out of that, that has, that never really hit rock bottom were, were Dallas stars. Yeah. You that's know, fair. Kind of just kind of tread water. They're never, they're, you know, they're never super terrible, but they're also just kind of like, like just there. Yeah. No, that's, that's a good, that's a good call. And no. speaking of the stars, just, just to, just to 
they beat the in the 04 playoffs, they got to win over the Stars. Okay. And then the 06 playoffs, because obviously the next year there would have been no no playoffs. Right. Um, in the 06 playoffs, they actually, oh, again, they beat Dallas. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. So the, maybe that's why you can't remember, because it was Dallas twice. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, they got the revenge on Dallas because, you know, they couldn't beat them in the conference finals, but. Yes. <laughs> 99 and 2000, back to back. Conference yep. finals, both win seven games. Great series. Um, but yeah, so, but now, you know, the Avalanche, you know, they, their number one overall pick, Nathan McKinnon, you know, you, you nail it, which, you know, y- you, you hope you do. You're right. Um, they, you know, they get Landis Cog with number, number two pick in 2011. They, they get, they get ranting in and with, you know, 10th overall. And then Kale McCarr falls at him at four and yeah. seventeen. Um, there's going to be something. Something's there's going to be something to be said about uh, those those defensemen falling falling to you in a draft and <laughs> making everybody look really smart there. Most matter. Thank you. Glad we got ours. God bless America. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess God bless Germany in that situation. But okay, that's fine. You know, but, but you know, and. They, you know, the Islanders and 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 the cat and the cap crunch caps cap crunch. They got to dump some salary. The Avalanche go, yeah, we'll take Devontae's off your hands. That'll be fine. Fever. <laughs> Fever. That, that that that'll be fine. Um, he's not pr- probably there's well, it's a question of his, if he's going to play or not. But you know, they they get Samuel Gerard because Matt Duchesne, you know, wanted out of Colorado, wasn't happy with the franchise, and so they trade a former a former top pick out and they get a just an absolute stud defenseman and <laughs> Samuel Gerard right back. You know, I'm like, okay, that'll, yeah, that'll we, be fine. I we guess. are. Yeah, well, Joe. I mean, we talk about Steve Eisman Jedi mind tricking people in, in trades, but uh, Joe Sackick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those. I mean, those two. A cap dump in Devontae's. That was a that was the three way deal with Gerard, right? Where Kyle, yeah. the the corpse of Kyle Turris was traded when yeah. they thought whoever took him thought that he was going to matter, and that was a whole bunch of thievery in that deal. Yeah, yeah, it would, yeah, because Matt, uh, Matt Duchesne, he wanted to go, he wanted to go to Nashville, but they're like, oh, we're not going, you're not going, we're not going to trade you in Nashville. So he goes, he goes to Columbus and just the whole little network there. Yeah. Kyle Turris ends up in Nashville and there's just like, huh. A career fell apart. <laughs> it did. That was weird. I mean, that was really weird. I mean, Kyle Turris was, had a, was, I, I don't want to say necessarily an up-and-comer, but he was a pretty consistent player until he definitely was not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a great way to put that. <laughs> pretty consistent player until he was clearly not. It's like, oh, huh, yeah. So that's what, yeah. So so the trade was uh, so going to Nash, going from Nashville, it was Kamenev and Sam Gerard. And a second round pick. Um, and Nashville got Kyle Turris from Ottawa and Matt Duch- Oh, Matt Duchesne went to Ottawa. Yeah, that was your Matt Duchesne went to Ottawa. Not and then he got traded like midway through the season the following year. So yeah, it was yeah. Whoo. Thievery. Yeah, it's just don't yeah. answer your phone if Joe Zach is calling. 
<laughs> ignore that call. Yeah, ignore that call. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, um, and a, a part of that trade as well, they got a Ottawa's first round pick in the 2019 draft. They ended up being fourth overall. You want to take a guess who they drafted with that pick? Was that the McCarr pick? No. 19, four, 19 fourth overall. Byram? Yep. <laughs> so, you know. Can we, can, we, can we realize what's just happening here? I just got a, a four-year-old draft, three-year-old draft question right. Nailed it. Thank you. Nailed it. Yeah, yeah. Bowen Byram, who, you know, also is just an absolute stud on a blue line. Yeah. Who they got fourth overall. Yeah. So, I mean, if, you, if you're picking four, draft a defenseman or yeah, Lucas Raymond. I was going to say. It'll, 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 go, it'll go well for you. It, so, with the pier too. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, obviously, you know, now for both teams, huge, big, big time, big time players who, that are injured, who are questionable for the series, who might, who I'm sure are going to try to give it their all to play. Uh, Nazem Kadri for Colorado being, being that big one and Braden Point for Tampa. Um, Now for, for Colorado, it, it was a good thing. They, you're probably very happy. You took care of business in four games against Edmonton, so you, so you you did you do get that extra rest. Um, they're saying Nazem Kadri he can come back mid midway through the through the Cup final, so it's probably game four uh-huh. or five. Um, Braden Point, there. I mean, you know, coaches and teams are so very forthcoming with injuries in the playoffs, and they they're very right. open. Well, they did. About it. I mean, there was something – one of the games they did say that he was – and again, take it for what it's worth, and you are still right about the availability of injury information, but it was said that he was participate had a heavy participant in, in practices. He was becoming a heavy participant in practices. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a chance he could play game one. Okay. There's a chance. I mean, we'll, now, how effective is he going to be? We we shall see. He'll, he'll have a hat trick. <laughs> yeah. He'll play one game, Tampa. score score three goals, and then, like, I can't really go anymore. Yeah. I mean, because Tampa, he'll have a hat trick. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're probably right. Um. So, so th- th- those are, those are obviously major factors. Uh, th- those those are two big time players for those teams that that are big time contributors to them, um, to their team success. You know, uh, but I mean, overall, I mean, and also, you know, Kemper, you know, he's he's seems like he's good to go. We shall see. Yeah, I, I guess Jared Bednard said early uh, towards the end of last week that he actually wasn't sure who his game one starter was going to be yet. So kind of led you to believe that they were both healthy and he was actually trying to decide. Cause I mean, to be fair to Francois, he was obviously good enough to, you know, sweep Edmonton. Yeah. So, I mean, that, I mean, you, you get some credit for that. I know one game was an eight, six game and there was a five, four game, but I mean, that was just kind of the way the series goes too. Yeah. And um, for, I mean, for, for what it's worth, um, 
uh never mind i had it and then i just lost it so never mind okay <laughs> yeah yeah i was uh, i was gonna look at the tell you about their how they fared in the regular season when they played but again that doesn't matter yeah so that's one of those things that just doesn't matter though right like it's like oh okay yeah it's, it's one of those things that if you know it you can cite it real fast and then you move on and, and but if you don't know it then yeah i mean i mean again it has absolutely zero bearing on what's going to happen right because <laughs> i mean if you i mean if you remember correctly i mean the the last week of the regular season tampa played toronto in tampa and it was an 8-1 game there was no point and no matthews and the final score is 8-1 and that was not really indicative of how that series went <laughs> no not at all yeah, so yeah yeah so it yeah so you know regular season matchups i mean they 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 matter i guess during a regular season and that's kind of it but um so i mean even though i'm, I'm not thrilled that that it's tampa because just you know i don't tired of seeing them this I think this is going to be a fun series. This could be a good a good entertaining series. You have I mean you have two teams that they can they can fill the, they can fill the net with pucks. You know if 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 it comes down to it, yep. um, I think the biggest key for Tampa is going to be in this series is what they kind of what they find what they got what they finally got around to against the Rangers is they got to stay out of box. You you want to, you want to keep it five one five. You want to keep it even even strength because you you don't you don't want to have a parade to the box and and because I mean that Colorado power play is just I mean that Ranger power play was deadly. The this Colorado power play is just just as if not more deadly. Agreed. That's that's a very key component. I, you know, one of the things it's a point that you actually first made, maybe even two runs ago for Tampa. And one of the reasons why Tampa is so good and so dangerous is because they can play. You want to play an eight, six game. Tampa has got the guys that can gun with you and make it and score and score five, six, seven goals. You want it to be a two, one game. All right. Well, they'll get, they can go in the lockdown more uh, lockdown mode and win a game two to one, one to nothing. And that's what makes them so, so dangerous and so tough to play against. You know, they can, you know, they obviously, and if they can get point back even more so, but they can open it up and and play a, you know, not quite an Edmonton game, obviously, but they they wouldn't have no problem. They're going to have no problem scoring four or five goals in a game. If that's the the, the way that Colorado wants to play. No, no, they, yeah, they, they can, yeah, they, they can fill them up, man. I mean, it's, 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 it's no, you know, this, there are no slouches here over, over there no. in Tampa and, you know, you don't win two, you don't go back to back, you don't go three straight, three straight, uh, finals by, you know, not being able to adapt your play. Yep. Well said. Um, yeah. So I mean, over under for, for, uh, how many, how many highlights, how many Kel McCarr highlights do we get in a series? I, I mean, who's I'm, <laughs> yeah i mean he's he's special there's no doubt about it he's special although and, it's he's got to be smart too though well yeah he can't you know he can't afford to have this constant you know against well even against edmonton and, and mcdavid he could get away with going up and down and, and being below the goal line so i, I, I 
who would you whose offense? I just say whose offense would you say was better, Edmonton or Tampa's? And I think Edmonton's top line because of McDavid and Drysaddle might be better. Yeah. But then I think Tampa's probably got a little bit more depth in it. Yeah. I yeah yeah they hundred yeah they do. But I mean, so here's what makes it more dangerous. Who's more dangerous in that scenario? But but it kind of but also it kind of goes back to the point that I I made before where. Kill McCarr, he can take those chances because his, his defensive partner is Devontae, who is True. just as good of a skater as Kill McCarr is. And he's he's very responsible defensively, and he's one of the most underrated defensemen, I feel, in in the NHL, possibly. And if you can get and so he can, so he allows McCarr to, to have that freedom. And if you can get back against McDavid, then because I yeah, I mean, yeah. if you is, catch McDavid, you can catch everybody. Yeah. If you if you can get back defensively against McDavid, because Tampa, for everything that they are, they have some. They don't have uncatchable speed. No, you know what I mean. I mean? And, and I think the only the only player on Tampa who I look at like, oh, his speed could be dangerous is Braden Point. Yeah, I agree. So I I think that that maybe that does play into McCarr. Yes. So. That's a very long way around of me saying, yeah, there's going to be some car highlights. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Kucherov is, isn't exactly a speed demon. No, neither is, neither is Stamkos, but they yeah. get the job done and that's what yeah, it all yeah. goes on. I mean, yeah, they, they, they're, they're big and strong. They're strong. Yeah. You know, that's, Kucherov is really strong. No, Kucherov, Stamkos are strong in a puck. They're, yeah. they, they make it life difficult and they don't get knocked off the puck easily. Yeah. Um, also, so another player for, on Tampa that I that I'm 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 interested to see how who, how the, how the um, Cooper decides who to match up. Anthony Sorelli has been absolutely lights out defensively for them. Yeah, I mean he's a big reason why Zabanejad kind of went quiet a little bit because they they really put the hooks and really kind of shut 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 him down, and he was a big he was a big reason for it. I mean. That that's that's a future Selkie winner right there in Sorelli the way he plays. Well, what's what's interesting is that you know, you know, Cooper didn't chase the matchups on the road. There was a big thing about that that was being said that he didn't chase the matchups on the road. Um, when he had last change at home, he was a little bit more into trying to 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 get that his lineup against that the Sorelli line against the Zabinajed, but. He, he, they made a point of saying that he didn't try, wasn't as focused on it on the road as much because when you don't have last change, it's, it's kind of tough to do. And there were definitely times he did it, you know, just watching the game where if they could make the quick change, they would. But to your point, it'd be interesting to see just, you know, when you have that first change, how do you, you know, are you going to immediately try to pull guys off and get guys on? Or are you just going to kind of roll with what they do and then just try to get the, the matchups at home? Uh, but, but either, I mean, either way you cut it, you, the, I guess the either good, you're not wasting Sorelli if he's playing against uh, the second line of Ranton and Barakowski <laughs> and, and, you know, whoever else is playing on the wing. So, you know, if it's Comfer or whoever, whoever's there. Um, so, yeah, there's that Colorado's got two lines where if he had, if Sorelli ends up against the second line, you're still going to have good. He's his defensive prowess will still be needed. 
Yeah, you're yeah, you're just you're you're okay with no matter what, no matter where he lands there. Right. Because if you're your strength, he matches up against, yeah. You're you're yeah. okay with it. If it ends That's up being strength to strength with Kucherov and Palat and Stamkos against the McKinnon line, you got a lot you can oh do boy. second. Yeah. Oh boy, that'll be yeah, that's <laughs> I, I know. I mean, again, like it's I'm 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 excited for this series. I think it's going to be a good series. I hope it's long. I mean, hope oh I you know I don't want it to be. I don't think it's going to be a sweep or anything like that. No, I, I the only the only way I see sweep only way is kind of um, would be just Vasilevsky stealing it. Just stealing, constantly stealing games. Um, yeah, and I mean, then, so, so if, even then, I just don't see four. If if if, if Tampa win, wins, does does everybody on the Lightning do that? I'll just retire. <laughs> just okay. We got four. <laughs> we got four. What else do we need to do here? <laughs> Maroon oh, yeah, oh yeah, real yeah, Maroon have four. Yeah, yeah, you got three in a row. I mean. No, then you, you you go for the pinky and then you try to get one for the thumb. Yeah, okay. All right, yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah it's, um <laughs> it's like ah uh, like Cooper, he just I mean if he retires now, he's a first battle hall of fame coach, right? Just goes, ah, I don't need it, I don't need the stress anymore. I got rings. No, then you have to go do come to the train, do it here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, who who knows? I mean, here's you know a, a lot a lot of people have asked me who do I think uh, the Wings are going to get. Eisman's going to tap for the head coach, and I consistently say I do not try to get in the head of Steve Eisman and try yeah, to understand and try to guess what he's going to do. Hasn't really worked out for those that do try because it. I he's he's you know he he has his own process and he has his own thoughts and he's of outside the box thinker. And like, I mean, I could, whoever he hires, I'm not going to go, Oh, wow. That can't, Oh, wow. I'm surprised by that. I, <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't, because I don't think we can be surprised. hundred percent. It's like, just one of those things I understand, like whoever he picks, it's going to be his guy. And, you know, and there's, and there, there was talk that um, Eisman, he's waiting for for the finals to be over because he there's i'm sure there's some uh some assistance with tampa that he'd like to talk to yeah i i mean it's that's the one conclusion i'm coming to is that it's going to be the fact that there's been so little discussion of it it's i just feel like that's because he's still coaching uh, you know they brought in trots for something i guess that was informal um, I mean, that, that's that's more of a let's talk you're available yeah. you're you're doing your due diligence and what I guess Dan uh, Dan Quinn? That's, no, Dan that was Quinn. a former. Is that That's, he was a Rangers coach? Yeah, Quinn, Dave Quinn, okay. Dave Quinn. Dan Quinn was the coach of the Falcons and they blew the Super Bowl. Okay, yeah. Dave Quinn. Um, that's the only other name that I think I've heard that they've actually had the discuss or had a discussion with. Yeah. So and, and Quinn and that that's a guy who I wouldn't mind here because I think he did a, he did a great job with the Rangers. Yeah, you know, it was his. His firing was kind of surprising. I remember that now. Yeah, because they felt the team was too soft. Yeah, and then they fired the G because they fired Gartner too, which yeah. was Garten, which was really weird. Yeah, I, you know, what wiped everyone out there. But yeah, um, yeah, and I, 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 I think I think Quinn he can, 
he, he can he can do well with the young players too that are here you know and there's gonna be a lot of them yeah i mean but no as again i don't even want to mention names because it, it it'll be a it'll be a mute point mute point in you know in, in a month when he hires no one that everyone that anyone talks about you're right a cow's opinion it'll be a moot point you're 100 yeah. right it doesn't matter <laughs> right Sergey Fedorov, odds on favorite in vegas for what that's worth yeah okay cool oh so they hired Fedorov. <laughs> You imagine? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, well. I mean, Fedorov. He he is. He did uh, pull the goalie in overtime successfully twice and win a oh game. I'm done with you. <laughs> Let's make our picks and get out of here because now I'm done with you. I'm not gonna let this go until it happens. I know. I know. And I'm gonna feel real dumb when it does. I want it to happen. Here's the thing. I want it to happen and then for it to work. And then I want it to happen to get another team to do it and it, and then it not work. <laughs> Yeah, well, you won't have to wait long for it to not work. It's going <laughs> to not work. It absolutely, like I said, the, the situation where I can see it is where, wherever, wherever I was talking, where it was like in overtime or like your, your season was on the line and it would get you to a five on three power play. That I can see you pulling the goalie in a game that's tied. A five on three power play is a dangerous, good power play to have. But that's, I don't see it to do it six on four because I just feel like there's too many bodies when you're six on four. It'll be, uh, no, it'll be four on three. It's an overtime. Oh, you said over. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. I meant regulation overtime, whenever, whenever it happens, it's not going to happen. Just stop with this. Never. All right. Um, I know never is a famous, it's not a good word to say. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. Um, well, I'll let you go first. Tampa or Colorado? Who you, you know, I've actually, I, I, I've really thought a lot about this because um, I obviously I know we knew we were recording today. I since it's gone final, I'm like, oh, I, there's just star power all, all over. The top two lines can score. The bottom two lines can help shut down. Um, the, the power plays are good. Penalty kills are good. Defensemen that jump into plays. Um, McCarr might is probably going to be the best. It's weird that Victor Hedman might be the second best defenseman on the ice, but that's might be where we're at, but I'm going to do something that it's kind of a Walt thing that I think I've kind of subscribed to with for a long time as well is I, who's the better goalie and, and Andre Vasilevsky, I think no matter, I mean, they, if they played both Franco's and, Temper, that's the only way I'd give the edge to Colorado, and I don't think that that's going to happen. And so with that being the case, and with with this continued numbers that Vasilevsky is doing in, in closeout games, it almost becomes a best-of-five series, and that's just scary. So I think I'm going I'm to go with Tampa, and I'm going to say that they do it in six. So in my head, I feel like, you know, this – Tampa Lightning, they've played a lot of hockey, right? They got to yeah. run out of gas soon. Yep. But they, especially, you know, in, in this last series against the Rangers, it just felt like they got stronger as the, as the series went on. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't look tired. The Rangers looked tired. Yeah. <laughs> the Rangers were the tired team, you know. And um, and I'm sorry to steal your thought, but just, just to add to that, they – even though they had a longer series leading up to it, this break is obviously going to help them. 
They do. This is a, a pretty good size break that they're getting, even though Colorado's going to have a long break. They what four days off is, is a pretty good size break. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, and, and it's like, you know, I, I feel like at some point I need to stop being an idiot and picking against Tampa. I said I wasn't going to do it anymore. <laughs> I know, said I was I done just, after what they did to Florida. I said I was done picking against them. Yeah, and you know, and you know, Toronto made Toronto made me look smart for for a few game for a few moments there. The Panthers made me look like an idiot almost immediately. The Rangers made me look made me look smart for two game for two and a half games really. Yeah, you know, and I just. But I look at Colorado and I just there's something about Nathan McKinnon that makes me and like just his intensity and like just how intense he is and he wants it bad. And I mean there's there's something to be said about the, the about desire. You know, sure. the, the, the desire can trump a lot of things, you know. And, but I mean, again, it's just this team, you know, the lightning, they just keep doing it, you know, yep. and, and, and now this is hands down going to be their toughest, their toughest task in the cup final. No doubt. I mean, no disrespect to the other two teams, but it is, it's, you know, Montreal and Dallas, they, they were two teams who no, they weren't supposed to be there. And they got through deservedly. So again, they want they beat who they they beat who they had to beat. They beat some good teams along the way. I mean, Dallas beat Colorado on their way to yeah. this, you know, and Montreal beat Vegas, who beat Colorado. Yeah. So 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 by proxy, technically the Lightning have already beaten the Avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, transitive property. We know that that always works in sports. Right. That's how that works, right? Yeah. So, um, um, I, I'm just going to go are, I get, I'm going to Colorado. I wish people could see your face right now because <laughs> you are a tortured man. It's, and you know, and it's like, cause people are like, cause people ask me and they're like, oh, Colorado. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I, I like Colorado. I'm like, oh, how could you like Colorado? I'm like that. Like you're, you're a wings fan. I'm like, yeah. How could you like Colorado? Like it was never about Colorado. It was about really one player yeah. that everyone hated. It was why everyone well, hated the Avalanche. And, and you know what? Well, too. I mean, Patrick Waugh and Claude Lemieux were the two reasons everyone hated Colorado. You know? Yeah. And like, like for for me, that rivalry has been dead for twenty years. Yeah. I mean, we are more than happy to say we ended it in that game seven seven nothing. Yeah. And, and then when they played, the you know, when the Wings played them in 08 in the second round. You know they they or they they swap them. You know You'll in Colorado they you know. You know like Bronze swapped them. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was <laughs> For being honest. But didn't I? I feel like, and I should go back and look. But Colorado had like their second line and second defense. Like they were down like five guys, five key key players for her. Yeah, probably. I, I mean, mean, which I don't wouldn't mattered anyway. But I wouldn't have. No, no, no. It may have turned up. <laughs> Four game series into a five, maybe six game series. Yeah, but I just remember that Colorado team was just beat to shit, and Detroit just dump trucked them. Yeah, and yeah, like, oh, like oh, yeah, it's 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 a reignition of Detroit. I'm like, no, it's not. Colorado, no, it, it they were, no. Colorado, they were on their way down. 
Yes, they were. And, and, they, and they were hurt. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was that was not not yeah, that, not that, for real. that was that was the last hurrah of the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. And, and, you know, that that version and, you know, and, you know, that they, they did, they played they played great hockey that leads you to get a player like Nathan McKinnon and Gabriel Landeskog and, <laughs> you know, but you know, yeah. they're back, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Colorado, Colorado and seven. Colorado and seven. Well, we, we love seven game series. I, I yeah, I, mean, I want I think, seven, you know, I don't I think know. love all seven of this. Yeah. It, it, you know, I don't, I don't, and, you know, I don't, I don't want it. The only time I, I want to see sweeps in short series is when it's my team, because I want them to end it as, as quick as possible. And I want every game to be eight, nothing blowouts. So I can just sit back and relax and enjoy it. Amen, brother. You, you, you never say anything that's more right on than when you give us that, when you say that, because I feel the exact same way. I mean, it, game seven overtime is great when it's not your team and it's super 100%. great. And it, but when it's your team, you're nervous, you're sitting on pins and needles and you're, you're, you're having heart palpitations. And then when you win, it's awesome. And you want to relive that moment over and over again. And but if it's when not, you it's lose, it's, and it kills you. Yeah. When you lose, it's terrible. And you never want to see, you never want to see, see it again, but you know, you're going to see it again. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're gonna see that replay again. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, um, so a couple, one other quick note before we get out of here. Uh, the Buffalo Sabers announced that they're gonna retire Ryan Miller's number thirty jersey next season. Good call. Um, you know, I, I mean, you want to talk about the Rangers on their run of goalies? How about the Sabers? You know, they went from Dom Hasek to Ryan Miller. Yeah, that's a pretty. That was a pretty <laughs> good twenty years. Sadly, nothing to show for it, but that was a hell yeah, of a run, right? You know, uh, yeah, only one cup final, which I still think they win the cup in two thousand six. If like, they yeah, have. you, yeah, go if you want to do something fun, go look at the defensemen that were hurt for them that year. Yeah, uh, they 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 were they were missing like they they had a bunch of AHL defensemen playing pretty much. Yep, and they still in, went to in crucial games for them in the conference finals, and then their 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 number two center Tim Connolly, he was out. And that's it in that conference final too. Yeah. So it just, you know, and you know, the hurricanes beat them and hurricanes going to win the Stanley cup. But yeah, it's, I, I thought that Buffalo Sabres team, Chris Drury and Finnegan off. And they, that was just, that, that was, that was a fun team. Brian Campbell. That was the, that, that Sabres team. 016. That was probably the yeah, best. I, I do. I do remember that. Yeah. I, th- I think that, that was probably the best Buffalo Sabres team they ever had. Uh, better than the team that actually made it to the cup finals. Yeah. In, uh, 99. 99. That team made the cup finals because of Hasek. Hasek, you're right. <laughs> they made it because of Hasek. That, that was Hasek. No, no, that yeah. team, I mean, I mean, because the 06 team, they were, they were like right up there, like in, in the standings, like for the, like in a race for the president's trophy too. You know, they, they scored a ton and they had Ryan Miller in that. And it was, yeah, every, everyone thought it was going to finally be Buffalo's year. Yeah. Yeah, it was not. Oh, that's okay. They've they've rebounded nicely in the years since. Oh yeah, I mean you know, <laughs> maybe maybe things will look up for them. You know, they a lot of positive vibes around them this year. Yeah, there is. I mean, you 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 know, Darlene is really coming to his own. Uh, middle middle stat as as had a breakout year. Owen Power just shows up places and looks like he's a five year vet everywhere he goes. Apparently. Yeah, like it's just like, oh, this is easy. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they. I, I I wish I could do anything 
half as good and and make it look half as easy as how Owen Power makes it look to play hockey. Yeah, I, he, he settled right in with that team. And they, I mean, they're getting together a top four that, that could be very good. And, and yeah. you know, playing Jeff Skinner on, on the top line actually allowed him to score 30 goals in that contract. Yeah. Though it's going to be an albatross, may not be as bad as they thought. Yeah. It's it's crazy when you when you put a player on the top line and give him top line minutes and he scores. Actually, yeah, right? Well, yeah, bear him on the fourth line and he's playing seven minutes. Hmm. Nuts. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> oh man, the 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 amount of good defensemen coming out now in this in this league is just on it's on kind of the golden age of defensemen it's you know i mean you know no we talk you know obviously you know you got some really good ones in this series and Hedman and mcdonough and mccarr and taze um you know and you got you got you know adam adam fox who you know we just saw in the last round of lingren and and obviously here in detroit cider <laughs> you know we talked about owen power and yeah. I, it's you know it, yeah, it's an embarrassment of uh, riches for, for young defensemen in the NHL. Yeah, 75% of the league has a really good young defenseman that they're, that they're anchored to, so no doubt about it. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're nailing it, man. And, well, need, and apparently you just need that. You need to find a Russian goalie. And you're, <laughs> you're going to be good to go. You're, you're going to be at least good. make it to a conference final. Yep. All right, so that's it for us uh, this week. We'll be back um, next week. We'll take a look at the first two games of the Stanley Cup Finals. It's a Wednesday, Saturday thing, two days in between games one and two. Yeah. And then I think, I think from then there on every other day it. until, and then there's a two day break between game six and seven. Love that. I'm okay with that. So we'll, 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 we'll talk ad nauseum about the first rep, about the first uh, two games of the cup final between avalanche and the lightning. We'll see if I, if, you know, hopefully, you know, <laughs> could you imagine if Tampa goes up 2-0? No, I, I literally can't imagine that. They will win one at home. Yeah. They got to get one, right? I mean, I mean, here's yeah. have a split or be a, home, be a homer series. I don't care. Yeah, I, I, I can't <laughs> see them. Yeah, they will absolutely get it. I would be. Yeah, I, I actually kind of expect it kind of like in every other thing. I expect yeah, it to kind of get game, the, yeah. I actually think the Lightning will win game one because of the Colorado rust. Right. Um, yeah. And then I think, I, I kind of think that Colorado will take game two. There will be some sort of split and it'll end up being a best of three. Oh. I'd be shocked if it, if we're not tied at two after four. Yeah. yeah. Let's get some intense hockey going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So th- that'll do it for us this week. We'll be back next week. I'm Walt. I'm Thomas. Go Avs, go, I guess.